0: You're listening to the worst of the worst podcast. Today we're recording online again. We have John online, hey, and we have Maddie online as well. What's going on? John's in the same country as me at the moment, but Maddie's in a in a in a different country. If you can even call it that, it's basically just a glorified cold island.
1: Yeah, country's a strong word. It is. But you're welcome for this fucking glorified island. By the way, you two pieces of shit wouldn't even exist. So, seeing as we're talking about
0: the paranormal, have either of you ever had a paranormal or supernatural experience?
1: Nah, I'm, I'm way too smart to buy into any of that bullshit. I have not. Though, I have been
2: a little bit more open-minded since I've come to Vietnam because everybody here believes in ghosts.
1: Yeah, but if everybody believes in something stupid, that doesn't make it true.
2: No, but... But you start to think that, like, maybe I'm missing something. Yeah, yeah. Right? I once, back when I was working at BTX, there was a there was a house that I almost rented near Co-op Mart. And it was kind of an old and creepy house. It wouldn't have worked. It was right next to the train station anyway, right next to the train tra- tracks, I should say. Even closer than I am now. But it was an old and creepy house, right? You could tell. And the, the previous renter had left, like, probably due to COVID, but just, like sort of just upsticks and moved, right? Like, without any notice. And I was really into it because it was cheap and well-furnished. And the girl I was seeing at the time was like, I think this house is haunted. I think it's haunted and I'm not going to stay here <laughs> if, you, if you get it. So, do ghosts prefer old houses, do they?
1: Is it, is it the architecture? Yeah, the ghosts are tied to their spot, homie. <laughs> All right, so wh- why is that? Why, is it? why can't ghosts move, like i don't know that's a really good question why
2: can't I've ghosts-,
0: heard ghosts can be tied to people like there's been stories stories air quotes of people having negative spirits follow them around you know weird shit happens from to them no matter where they oh, are Oh, tell me how many ghosts you've
1: seen i can see you dying too oh uh, no 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 dude. Doesn't, uh, doesn't
2: connor think his house
0: is haunted actually speaking of our friend connor that is the probably the only weird story but like i'm also a skeptic so i actually don't even fully believe it but it was either a shared delusion or it was real and i like to think it was real even though i don't believe it really happened
2: (laughs) even though i'm pretty sure it's a shared delusion
0: (laughs) Even though i'm pretty sure it's a shared delusion so no we were at our mate's house and there was another friend with us and we went out into sorry for some context our shared friend lives on a farm so we went out onto the farmland to go have a cigarette because we were too young to be smoking so we were trying to hide the fact that we were smoking from our friend's parents and we were facing the house just to like keep check to make sure that no one was coming out and we saw our friend's mom come out the house and like stand with her hands on her hips looking at us like oh fuck we've just been busted smoking at the age of 16 or whatever but nothing really happened. So, like, we were watching her stand there. And we we're like, she's acting fucking pretty weird. So, we phoned our friend's brother and we we're like, hey, bro, don't you want to tell your mom to, like, come back inside the house so we can, like, leave and come back in ourselves and we not get busted? And he replied and he was like, no, my mom's sitting on the couch next to me here. So, my friend and I both see this fucking, like, silhouette of a person still standing there. We're like, holy Jesus, fuck, What what's going on here? And, like, we stayed there, and the silhouette stood there with its, like, hands on its hips or from what I can remember. And I'll actually try to get a verified, like, voice clip if I can so that I don't sound like a crazy person. But eventually we were just like, okay, let's go see what it is. And as we got closer, like, the silhouette faded into nothingness. But we both saw it. It was a shared delusion, but we both saw it. You mean the intruder walked away? No, like, the silhouette that was standing there with its hands on its hips was still there as we were walking towards it. But as we got closer... It like sort of faded away. It happened at night, so we couldn't really it faded out of existence. It was at night. We couldn't really see what was going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was like a shadow, dude. Like, you know, when you when you when you're looking at someone in the distance, in the dark, like that's definitely a person. But I can't like Definitely not a trick of the light. I don't know, dude. We were both quite paranoid and both pretty convinced it was our friend's mom. It could be it could have been a trick of the light, but like Were you
1: both on watch for your friend's mom? Yes, we were. Hmm.
0: That's why, like, that's, we 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 went and tried to smoke as far away from the house as possible while still being in view of but the house so the we could keep an eye. The you were
2: both, you were both pretty convinced it was her, that, that is, that is odd. Well, you've done it for me now, I believe in ghosts. You know what? Good. Part of me does think that, like, in America, it's just, it's just a new country. We, we, most people don't stay in one place for all that long. You know what I mean? If you you go to other countries and all of a sudden like lots of people believe in ghosts.
1: That's why China's got the most ghosts, because it's so old. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it does, bro. Maybe it does. <laughs> oh God, I really don't know if I'm comfortable with this one coming out. But <laughs> basically, I used to um I used to get home from school, shut the curtains and masturbate quite often. No. <laughs> and uh and then I would put the curtains back as they were, right? Now, my mother um, is a very house-proud person, very clean house. Yeah. And she would be straight, like, the curtains aren't quite right. They're not quite how I did it. And she convinced herself that we had a ghost that messed with her curtains. (laughs) That is... Her randy little teenage son. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Her little
2: pervert, Maddie boy. And you just let her continue with this delusion. You just let you just let your mom think her house is haunted. Was I gonna tell her the truth, bro? So to this day, she still believed
0: it was a ghost. Like you haven't come up to her yet. No, of course not, bro. Of course not.
2: I never could. <laughs> you don't think your mom had some suspicion that her teenage son happened to polish the rocket every now and then? The sun shines out of my ass, John. that's true true. i've seen
0: it's true i've seen it it right so does anyone want to want to start their 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 ghost
2: spooky story
1: so what's your story john The mary celeste
2: the mary celeste let me let me set the scene for you okay okay so at about 1 p.m on december 4th 1872 a captain by the name of morehouse He's sailing on his ship. The name of the ship's not important. So he's sailing essentially towards Portugal. He's halfway between the Azores and Portugal. And um, he gets a report of a, of a, a vessel kind of heading unsteadily towards his ship. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're tracking the ship's movements. And it's moving erratically. The sails are set kind of funny. So Morehouse assumes something is wrong. Uh, They can't see anybody on deck and they've tried to signal the ship. No replies. So he sends two guys to investigate. These two guys get on board the ship called the Mary Celeste. They can tell because the name is written on the stern. And there is nobody on the ship. Not a soul. The sails are partly set and in somewhat poor condition. Like there's, there's damage to the ropes or whatever. The lifeboat is missing but other than that everything is normal uh, there's stocked full of food personal supplies are copious there are there's there's nothing nothing to indicate why this ship would have been completely abandoned there is not a single trace of human life on board no no sign of struggle no no nothing they did find there was um some water in the ship, but not an alarming amount um, for a ship of this size. It was pretty normal. And they found a sounding rod, which they could have used to determine, or they could have used to try to figure out how much water the ship had taken on. But other than that, the ship is totally normal. A few of the captain's things I think were missing. But other than that, personal belongings still in the, still in the brig or whatever the fuck you call it. Food's still there. Was this ship registered anywhere? Yes, it was. There was a whole thing about it. Um, let me see. Where was it? It was built in Nova Scotia. It was, I mean, it was, a. It, the ship existed. Like there was a whole, when they took it to Gibraltar, there was a whole like legal thing over the the goods inside. There's, there's a procedure for what to do if you come across a boat like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not a not a boat completely un like a, everyone mysteriously vanishes uh, banishes, but a boat where it, the goods are yours to claim. And one of the judges suspected insurance fraud, but there was no sign the, the the captain who would have theoretically had to be in on the fraud. He had he left a son and wife in the states that he th- never came back for. Yeah, because surely if it was insurance fraud, someone would have to have claimed
0: the insurance. But obviously, he's missing, so he couldn't have. Well, the right? owner could have claimed the insurance.
2: It was the, the uh, owner of the ship. But I see. Again, why would you? How could you somehow get everybody off of the boat? They never found anybody from the from the boat.
1: So we know that lots and lots of people got in this boat. Yeah, we like we know those people's names. Yes, and they all just vanished. There was never a sign of them ever again.
2: So if that's insurance fraud, it's a pretty one, it's it's both really thorough and pretty stupid because this became international news, this boat where everybody just fucking vanished. If you were trying to create, if you were trying to do a fraudulent activity, you wouldn't be that, like, why would you do something so outlandish? So this ship, after searching it, realizing that the cargo, everything is still on it except for the passenger, except for the crew, right? Like, the ship is literally completely functional the only thing that it doesn't have are people to man it don't don't ships usually have like a, a ship log or a captain's log yes, or they do and this um the last log was on the 25th of november so about 10 days prior and all was gucci everything was above board. all was gucci ah.
1: lifeboat was missing lifeboat was missing so could these people have fled from Sutton? Like, I'm just thinking pirates are Sutton, Like, they, they, they're they fleeing from someone, but then I suppose they would have stole stuff from the ship. Yeah,
2: pirates would have looted it, right? Pirates would have looted it.
1: And you wonder why they didn't.
2: I mean, it says, it says that there was pretty much full supplies, but, you know, who knows? I'm sure they took something. They had to take something with them. What if it was mermaids? You know, mermaids like to sing to... It uh, could have been. It could mm. have been like sirens. You sirens, know? Like, yeah. Yeah, could have been. So they think the ship was carrying some sort of alcohol, some sort of like flammable material. And the best, the best argument that I've heard that's not aliens is that the ship took on some water and they misjudged how impacted the ship itself was, and they were afraid that the alcohol would like explode, basically, with like toxic fumes. That's the best argument I can I've read. Could that uh, lifeboat have fit the whole crew? everyone on board. It's unclear. Um, oh. There's only one for the whole boat, but then again, like it's not like they took a lot of safety precautions in the 1870s, so I would assume it had to fit everybody, right? Because if it didn't fit everybody, why wouldn't you just stay on the fucking boat? <laughs> you know what I mean? Are there any like uh,
0: supernatural theories or interesting theories aside from tax fraud or uh, fleeing for their lives?
2: I mean, alien abduction makes the... Makes more sense than tax evasion. I don't know if I believe in aliens or well, I do believe in aliens. I don't know about believing alien abductions, but they, they so never found these people again. An alien abduction? Why them? That is the million-dollar question. Maybe they saw something they weren't supposed to see. Ooh. They've even they even what? Fifteen years ago, University College in London tried to tried to figure it out. We still have no fucking clue. Has the ship been preserved? We still have it. So the ship it carried on, but it was considered a cursed ship. Like people it, it made news actually when it would stop at ports. Like its third captain died prematurely. Like they like three captains in a row. Including this one who mysteriously vanished. So the, the, this ship has an experience, a, hi- a history, you could say. It was considered cursed. It was considered cursed, um, and I believe they just scuttled it eventually because of the curse. Yeah, people didn't. People didn't fucking want it. People didn't want it. Nobody wanted to to own it or to sail on it. Like, what do you you know? It's like it's like a haunted house, right? Nobody wants to touch it. See, I think if that was today, I think a lot of people would want it. I'd want that ship. Yeah, dude, fuck yeah, that's dope as fuck. What if it was just the captain and he fucked off on his lifeboats? The rational part of me thinks that they really seriously misjudged. Something happened and the boat ended up taking a little bit of damage and they misjudged the severity of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, because they must have left in a hurry. That's why they didn't take their stuff. They must have thought, I mean, they were carrying flammable cargo. So my thought is that they must have had a reasonable suspicion that everything was going to fucking blow up and their odds were better just out at sea. What if it was pirates? Ghost pirates? Ghost pirates.
1: And obviously we've never recovered any bodies yet. Yeah. We never found any of these people again. But you wouldn't, would you, if you're at the bottom of the ocean? No, you ne- no, you wouldn't. But hard
2: for me to know because I'm not a fucking sailor in the 1870s. But they they must have thought that they could get somehow to safety. I don't
1: think you wouldn't you wouldn't get off with this lifeboat to die a miserable death at sea unless you thought your death was certain on the the ship though better a tiny chance than no chance yeah but even then wouldn't you rather fucking die like that i don't know it depends what what was going on it depends what they saw if the pirate ones weird the pirate ones weird. maybe the pirates approached them for whatever reason decided not to loot the boat because i don't know They felt like being nice like the pirates thing just doesn't unless they're ghost pirates, it doesn't add up. Any,
2: there's, they didn't take anything, right? I saw a theory; it could have been a giant squid. Could have been a giant squid. Well, see, the, the people had to had to die. The other thought is somebody came along and was like, "Hey, you guys are all getting paid. You're you're making dick money. Come come on my boat. We're gonna do some cool shit. Mm. You know, fuck this boat. Yeah, fuck that boat."
1: There's a lot of unanswered questions with yours. So my story, unlike John's, something actually did happen. Other than just like <laughs> nothing happened and we're just trying oh. to fill the gaps. Oh. <laughs> so with mine.
2: Something happened, bro. People disappeared. You are, dis- you are disrespecting the captain and crew of the Mary Celeste. I mean, it wasn't
1: a very good captain. You're disrespecting and them. Doesn't a good captain go down with his ship? Not this guy. Not this well, guy. Well, there you go. That's one strike. So, I'll give you a bit of context. September 1994. This is the Ariel school phenomenon. So, basically, there'd been a lot of UFO sightings two days prior to this. Uh, a local radio show ended up taking the calls, and there was a lot of calls in. And then, September 1994 a group of children in a rural area in Zimbabwe who attended the private schools So these were wealthy white families.
2: So like Matt's cousins, basically. Yeah, yeah. That's sweet that you think I'm wealthy. That's very,
0: very nice of you. Thank you.
2: Cousins, man, cousins. Everyone's got wealthy cousins.
1: Yeah, you're the smelly poor cousin.
2: (laughs) Yeah, everyone's got poor cousins too, you know?
1: (laughs) So these kids, aged between six and 12... Playing outside, all the teachers are inside having a meeting, so they were unsupervised, and a UFO landed. What? So it landed on the school property? It landed, it landed on the property, and aliens got out and telepathically communicated an environmental message to these children, told them that we're not looking after the world well enough, that technology is not our friend. So a lot of the kids ran away, but a lot of them stayed. And they went back into the teachers, told the teachers the story. Uh, The teachers didn't really know what to do with it. Kind of, I, I, I think dismissed it a little bit or just as you would, just didn't really know what to do. And then all these kids then went home and told their parents. And then their parents come back into school and discuss it. And then it becomes a bigger thing. And then you get in all these different, like there's a Harvard professor of psychiatry comes over to interview them all. There's some, I think, like just some people who are like UFO buffs and love this stuff come down to interview them. And basically, what you've got is 62 children with either the same or a very similar testimony. So there are some differences between them. Some kids only claim there was one UFO. Some kids claim there was a few. Some kids claim there was only one alien. Some kids claim there was a few. But aside from that, there's a fairly consistent so they're not story. Consistent. Oh
2: wait a minute! How can how they saw they saw. One or two ships, one or four aliens.
1: That doesn't sound consistent to me. The consistent message was the aliens landed, the UFO landed, they got out, they telepathically communicated an environmental message. Now, 62 is a lot of kids, 62 is a lot of kids to all be saying this happened. And even to this day, I believe most, I'm not sure if all, I haven't looked into it that much, but I believe most of them still maintain that this did happen. And... They're just young children. Did they have a description of what the aliens looked like? Was it your typical green man? Was it... They have drawings, if you were to Google it. What you'll get, because what these psychiatrists asked the kids to do was to draw what happened. And again, drawings were very similar. Um, conventional look at aliens. pictured alien, that's what it is. You know what I mean? Big heads, all of that stuff. UFOs, big spinning discs.
2: So, the, so these aliens
1: look... Look like aliens from the movies. That's a little odd, isn't it? No, I think... Obviously, these aliens are real, UFOs are real, and TVs had to respond.
2: So the, <laughs> they just happened to look really similar to the Hollywood portrayal
1: of aliens. Now, the reason why this one interests me, right, is because kids are bad liars. Hmm. For all of these kids to testify the same thing. But they didn't testify the same thing, though. Some of them said there was more than one alien. Some of them said there was only one. But well, some of them might have only seen one. Some of them got the bigger picture. I don't know. But my point is, kids are not good liars. Kids, I don't think, would have a strong motivation to get together and, you know, just completely make something up for, you know, for the kind of purposes that you think adults might do that thing, you know, exposure, money, whatever it is. Kids aren't thinking that way. And what's being recorded by a lot of the reporters, a lot of the psychiatrists who went there, is that, like, these kids were genuinely shaken, and it was the kind of thing that you just couldn't really imitate like something must have happened to these kids.
0: Yeah, so I agree that something must have happened where the kids definitely had something to report, but I've seen that footage and correct me if I'm wrong. I've seen it a while ago, but weren't the interviewers asking quite leading questions and kids are very easily susceptible. So like they, they, were, they were asking questions like, what did you see? You saw an alien, right? It was a green alien, right? What color was it? Was it green? What color was the ship? It was silver, right?
2: Was it silver? Like, and the kids are like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver green alien. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought yeah. they
2: interviewed the kids in groups. They interviewed them in groups and they're still not consistent. Because you're right. Kids are bad
1: liars. Look, the guy who interviewed them did come under a little bit of investigation for his leading questions. I'm uh, sure he did. But <laughs> Harvard, Harvard looked into it. They kept him on board. They said he's still an important member of the faculty. You know, Harvard respected institution. They said this guy's okay. So, okay, this is the same argument...
2: For aliens abducting the crew members of the Mary Celeste, if you are a race of, of your species of hyper-intelligent beings, which you would have mm-hmm. to be to be able to make it all the way to Earth from wherever the fuck you are, you yep. gotta be hyper-intelligent, right? Like, we're, we're probably just like ants to them. So you're this hyper-intelligent being, and you're mm. like, you know what? Let's go talk to some school children in rural Zimbabwe. That's what's going to get our message out.
1: I don't know why they wouldn't go to Zimbabwe. I mean, what are you suggesting? You're suggesting that pe- Zimbabwe and people are stupid? Are you suggesting that it's not, you know, as important as anywhere else? This is a school in the middle of nowhere in Zimbabwe, even for Zimbabwe. Kids of the future, what's the point in, in <laughs> telepathically communicating this to a bunch of adults? They're already fucked. These were wealthy kids in Zimbabwe, future leaders of Africa. That's exactly who we need to be talking to. What if it was just like a guerrilla environmental activist
0: group that just decided to bombard a school dressed as aliens and, I don't know, preach their message? Because something must have happened. For all these kids to have a similar story, something must have happened. They didn't just come up with them all 60 of them. They're not
2: smart enough to do that. I bet you they were already primed because of, because of all these sightings that had happened. They were already primed, right? Probably talking about it. Oh, I saw an alien yesterday. Nuh-uh. yeah, I did see an alien. It was, you know what I mean, like stupid, stupid fucking kid shit. And then, you know, I don't know, maybe something, something is moving in the trees far away. And they're like, you know, look, there's lots of, there's lots of weird shit in Africa. Matt, back me up. They could have seen anything.
0: They could have seen anything, dude.
2: It's not like England, Maddie. It's not just like flat expanse.
0: We have jungles. Yeah. we have grasslands it could have been the tokoloshi i think that was uh
1: one of the theories at the time that it was the tokoloshi was it there was just a, a group of tokoloshis came to preach the environmental message yeah yeah i think it may have been the tokoloshi
2: oh yeah it is i'm here on wikipedia so that actually seems the tokoloshi seems more seems more credible to me than aliens so for context
0: yeah the tokoloshi is just like an african
2: folklore creature that
0: I don't know. Climbs onto your bed and harasses you. So a lot of Africans put bricks under their beds because then the tukuloshi can't climb onto it. So maybe, maybe, maybe it was the tukuloshi, dude.
2: Maybe they do have aircraft. Maybe, but the kids saw an alien. The kids saw a UFO. I'm just saying, if I'm if I'm a hyper intelligent alien, I don't go to a
1: random ass little school in Zimbabwe. We can't assume that we like. Okay, these aliens are hyper intelligent and they have the ability to travel to our planet, but. Does that necessarily mean that they like understand us and know where to land and know how to communicate with us in the best way like i think you'd have to assume that that an intelligent
0: species of aliens would have spent some time observing first before making contact i mean they flew around for two days Uh, they did you you're right they did fly around for two days
1: they were observing and they were like we're going to speak to the kids Find me the best, most prestigious private school. <laughs> the best private school that Zimbabwe has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll go and and we'll go and have a word and tell them about what we're doing to the environment's wrong. How would a six-year-old even understand that we have an environmental problem? Like I find it hard to believe that the six year olds were in tune with like the fact that they have been sightings, uh, the issue of environmentalism. Like for them to come out with that, it's pretty interesting.
2: We would need to see more of the interviews because I would love to see how many of those kids look. I mean, the interviews are contaminated, right? The whole point is, these are contaminated interviews, right? So, even if the kids did see something, which they probably did, maybe with a takalashi, who knows, the interviews are contaminated, right?
1: But why did they choose the rich white private school? Why did they choose a rich private school? I mean, that's obvious, isn't it? A rich it? white private school. Are you doubting rich white people?
0: I'm doubting why the aliens chose the one white school in a country called Zimbabwe.
2: You know, according to this this article I'm reading, some some children said they didn't see anything at all. Mm. Yeah, bro, but those kids are fucking liars.
0: <laughs> I thought you said kids are bad liars.
1: Yeah, they're, they're fucking bad liars. And a lot of them ran away as soon as they saw the UFO landing. They ran a mile, whereas the brave ones, they stuck around to see what was going on. I think these kids are already,
2: they've been, they were primed because of the alien sightings that had happened for the previous whatever week, right? They're already primed. But just to side with Maddie here just for a second,
0: something must have happened. Like, I do yeah. not think 62 kids could orchestrate a lie of this magnitude. So what do you think happened if not an alien visitation? I think it was an alien visitation. But if not, John, let's be realistic about this. What what could have happened?
2: You know, what if what if the aliens saw? or sorry. What if the, what if this Zimbabwean schoolchildren saw angels? Do you, do you think angels would need a spacecraft to travel though? Wouldn't they just have like
1: superpowers? Yeah, they would just turn off, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. And angels don't give a fuck about the environment. You know, angels notoriously are uh, not environmentally friendly. An- angels Tories.
2: Yeah, God just like flood this whole planet. I don't give a shit. <laughs> flood it. I'll make it again. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. The fact that no adults can verify it makes me at all. I mean, the, the easiest, the easiest fucking thing to think of, to, for, honestly, the easiest way for me to justify this, it's just mass hysteria. These are stupid kids, because kids are stupid.
0: Yeah, dumb fuckers.
2: Yeah, kids are fucking dumb. You know it. All of our listeners know it. Kids are dumb. They've been primed. They're probably talking about it in the yard.
0: Have we considered the possibility that because this happened in Africa, it was just like a brain parasite and these kids are all just mentally deficient?
2: See, you have to say that, Matt, because Maddie and I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> as an African, I think you have a little bit more As, as an African, it's how I
0: start every sentence. Oh, uh,
2: they're just African. They got some parasites in the brain. <laughs> just just, that's just, just <laughs> that's just That's just how they are. That's just how they are. You can't you can't. Can't trust them. They got brain parasites. (laughs) (laughs) That's another plausible explanation. So we got brain parasites and we just got mass hysteria. Here's a theory. Here's a theory. These kids are, these kids are running around outside being stupid little kids as kids do. Right. They're talking about aliens because they've been primed to talk about aliens. Right. Some, some drunk guy stumbles out of the bush. Right. He's just speaking gibberish. It's nonsense. These kids are terrified of of this guy, right? But they think it's an alien because they're fucking stupid. We're talking about six and 12-year-olds, right? That age range, that's a dumb age range. You
1: could have, like, those are the stupidest of the kids. Yeah, but at least with my story, like, your story, it's like, oh, okay, there's a boat. There's no one left on it. We don't know what happened here. It's difficult to explain. And then we're making this huge leap of faith and saying, well, maybe it was something paranormal. At least with mine we've actually got something and we have to disprove it like yours is just a load of people who really want aliens to be real They're jumping on like this is probably aliens you know so, so your, your story is like is like it's like thirty kids in a in a fucking school 62 lied
2: 62 it's a lot of kids their interviews are tampered bro if it was an illegal
1: a legal system you would throw out all those interviews because they've been tampered with these kids were shaken up these kids we're confused and scared, and kids can't imitate that stuff. Yeah, you fucking look at you fucking look at a kid funny, and he'll he'll get shaken up.
2: I know you could do it. You look at a kid funny, he'll he'll get shaken up. <laughs> so,
0: okay, Matt, what's your story? Okay, so let me set the scene, right? So it's 1992, and you just bought this 500-acre property in the Uinta Basin in Utah. Now, John, you were alive at that time.
2: Can you set the scene of what Utah would have looked like in 1992? Utah's beautiful, man. Utah's, a, it's a it's a desert mostly. It's gorgeous. Honestly, the Mormons got the last laugh. If you guys ever, if you are ever in America, I highly recommend Utah.
1: It's beautiful. So is this when you were in real estate, John, 1992?
2: Yeah, I was, just, I was, I was in real estate. Um, my first divorce was just finalized. So I was living, you know, I was on the up and up at that time. I was on the up and up. No, no, the nineties were a good time for you. The early nineties were, were were pretty good until I lost my leg. So now you've bought this massive property and like you're quite happy.
0: You want to settle down with your family and things are going well shortly after you move there. You're taking a look out at the livestock pen and there's a wolf that's trying to grab a cattle, a little baby, a little baby calf by its neck and pull it through the gate. And, you know, it's quite far away. So you're like, "Whoa, let me get this wolf out of here. You know, wolves aren't good for my, my farm. Mm. And you get closer. And this is just a giant, big fuck-off wolf, like a, a wolf three times the size of a normal wolf. So like any logical American, what do you do? You take a gun to it and you try to shoot it. You couldn't do that in Liverpool, could you, Matty? So now you shoot this wolf. But now this wolf isn't reacting. So you tell your son, oh, go get the bigger gun. And now you get the bigger gun and you shoot this wolf again. It, it sort of reacts doesn't die now this is a big fucking gun so you're like whoa okay this is kind of weird so now this is the first strange thing that's happened you've seen a big fuck off wolf but i mean you know not the end of the world so essentially this is like a super wolf it's basically a super wolf but it gets weirder so now stranger shit starts happening so you start getting visitors over to your brand new sexy 500 acre ranch and your visitors start seeing shit too they see things like unidentifiable beasts in the woods so you're look out into the woods and there'd be like creatures roaming through you would see unexplainable lights and sources in the sky like aircraft in the sky animals would die in grotesque ways so like the dogs would be incinerated overnight and their charred remains would be found by the owners and obviously a common theme with ufos cattle mutilation cattle would be found like surgically I don't know, surgically murdered with their heads and genitals cut off, disemboweled. Their insides would be like with precision removed and there'd be like no blood traces, no evidence of like coyotes or a predator. Now this shit was happening all the time. So now you're you're pretty scared. So you do the logical thing and now you sell this ranch again. And this is Skinwalker Ranch. Have you guys heard of this?
2: I had not um, until you mentioned it.
0: So Skinwalker Ranch is basically a Ute land, so Native American land, right? But the Navajo tribe and the Ute tribe had a very contentious relationship. The Navajo tribe used to keep the Utes as slaves. So there was a dispute over territory and the Navajo tribe cursed the Ute land with skinwalkers. And now skinwalkers are basically witches, malevolent witches that are able to shapeshift into wolves and other creatures. And Ute land has been plagued with skinwalkers ever since.
1: Wait, ever since? So what what what's
0: going on with Skinwalker Ranch now? So Skinwalker Ranch was bought from the Sherman family by a, uh, a millionaire named Robert Bigelow because they spoke to the press and they told the press about what was going on on their farm. And this millionaire saw what was going on. He's like, I need that ranch. I need that ranch. I'm going to buy that ranch because he was into the paranormal. So he bought this ranch for like something, $200,000, I believe it was at the time. And he set up a scientific research point at the ranch called NIDS, the National Institute of Discovery Science, so that he could research all this paranormal phenomena that was going on at the ranch. And basically what people theorize is that Aside from the skinwalkers another theory is that this is like a thin veil to another dimension like there's a gateway into a parallel universe and this is why all this weird shit keeps happening here researchers have seen weird shit too they've seen they were they were doing a, an experiment once out on the farm and they saw like a humanoid looking creature up in the trees with yellow glowing eyes looking down at them and a bunch of people can corroborate this and one of the researchers shot at it, and it disappeared. But under the tree, in the snow, there was a, a massive footprint with talons on it, similar to like a, a raptor, like a dinosaur.
2: Whenever I hear weird weird sightings like that, my first thought is always it's a big cat. It's a big cat of some sort. A big cat? In, do they have big cats in Utah? Yeah, mountain lions. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it could have just
1: been some typical predators.
0: Okay, so yeah, we've got big wolves and big cats. What about the floating lights in the sky? Visitors to the ranch, researchers, different owners of the ranch, people in the Uinta Basin, people in the area have all corroborated seeing floating lights in the sky and weird shit happening. Apparently, the Uinta Basin is a hotbed for paranormal activity.
2: Both of your stories are, some people said they saw weird shit. Both of your stories. Some people said they saw weird shit. My story is people fucking disappeared and we don't know where they went.
0: My story is that a millionaire bought a whole fucking ranch to research the weird shit that was happening and is being documented.
2: Well, what? where's his evidence then? He's got all of this, he's been researching it. Well, you know what? As ghost stories go, you know,
0: ghosts make technology go a little bit funky. You know, technology fucks out around ghosts, so we can't
1: keep the evidence. John, think, bro, think. Some some weird, unexplainable stuff has happened. So then, this millionaire's turned up, set up a research centre. Don't you think he'd have found us something a bit more concrete by now?
0: Dude, ghosts know when they're being watched. Aliens know when they're being watched. They don't want to be documented. They can hide. What's well, a five hundred acre property? Not
1: shit's not happening at all at the same place at the same time. So what's what's come out of the National Institute of Discovery Science then? Have they made any significant finds?
0: I was <laughs> I was hoping you weren't gonna ask that question because uh, in the ten years he owned that ranch, there's no concrete evidence. <laughs> but then it was bought by <laughs> it was bought by another. Another millionaire and now he's spent more money into researching it and now there's even a show on the History Channel, which we all know is a very accurate reality TV show. They've got a History Channel that's now got three seasons of the Skinwalker Ranch and there's like video evidence of lights, video evidence of uh, technology fucking out. Apparently, they've got video evidence of cattle mutilation, not it being mutilated, but the evidence is there. Weird shits happening. Money's being spent. Don't say money laundering. I know that's the next thing someone might say.
2: According to Wikipedia, the family that owned Skinwalker Ranch before before Bigelow, they owned it for 60 years, and they were okay. Never saw anything. Yeah, and then the nutjobs turned up. And then this, yeah, then this, this nutjob turns up. He wants he wants to get famous. So I think your timeline's
0: a little off there. It's the family before the Sherman family that owned it for 60 years. Then the Sherman family owned it for a handful of years and they were terrorized on their farm Mm, before Bigelow bought it.
1: it. Mm, And this is cursed land, but they didn't mind the people living there for 60 years. It sounds like it's the Sherman's fault. Maybe the Shermans were racists.
2: Yeah, maybe the Shermans have got some questions to answer. I think the Shermans are the the culprits here. Does your your History Channel show talk to the Shermans? That's who I'd be talking to, first off.
0: Uh, look, I, I, I'll i try to watch one episode and the show is trash. The show is absolutely trash. So the Skinwalker Ranch started with a wolf that was quite big. Quite big, indeed. But it also started, like, that Uinta basin where the Skinwalker Ranch is located is apparently a hotbed for paranormal activity, like, everyone in the area has a story or an encounter that they can share about something crazy that's gone down in the area. It's just the Navajo or the, the youth tribes that live in the area don't even acknowledge that the ranch exists. Apparently they interview the local tribes and the local tribes stay the fuck away from that ranch because they believe it's coast. They don't believe it's a good place to be when they look at it. They don't acknowledge it's there because if they acknowledge it, they invite the skinwalker into their lives. So what would you attribute cattle
1: mutilation to? Can we rule out that this is a hoax, that the people involved weren't doing this themselves?
0: I think we can rule it out that it's a hoax because there's so much money that's been invested into this property with little return. Little return. There's no financial motive that they can make from this property. It's just an empty big fuck of land that's not being used for anything except research into the paranormal.
1: Why do aliens want to disembowel cows? See, if it's a common theme among aliens... That makes me believe it less, because then it's the whole like, this is what aliens do, isn't it? We don't know what aliens do. We're just going off what we've seen in sci-fi and stuff like that. Maybe it's what Matt said
2: earlier. It's a it's a place where the the fabric between realities is thin. Absolutely.
0: There's also been apparently reported sightings of poltergeists on the property one of the foremen that lives on the property has claimed to have seen a skinwalker a humanoid wolf-like shape in the distance with glowing red eyes that's fucking awesome so much money has been invested into this they like they wouldn't be putting hundreds of thousands of dollars into researching something that is so clearly
1: bullshit there must be something going on that money's private money yeah It's not government money.
0: No, it's not government money.
1: So like, just because the money's being invested, that's just because some guy thinks it's worth investing in. That guy could be absolutely off his head. If the government would invest in this money, then I'd say, okay, yeah, they wouldn't do that for nothing but just some just some rich fella.
0: Robert Bigelow, the first guy to invest in the property, when he eventually sold Skinwalker Ranch, the government invested in his future venture, which was aerospace. He's, in, he, he's interested in the greater beyond, and the government has invested in him. They don't think he's a whack job. They trust him enough to invest their money into his future
1: endeavors. So a crazy rich person
0: invested money in his crazy theory. Into a valid theory. Lots of his crazy money. Wouldn't you want to invest money into something that's going to bring a return instead of just
2: fucking throwing money at ghosts for no reason? I I have heard a theory that most of the UFO sightings that people talk about really is just military tech that the Pentagon wants to keep under wraps. Do you remember in the last year or so, the Pentagon released a
0: bunch of UFO footage that they were like, we don't know what this is, but here, take a look at what we found. This wasn't us. We're not saying it's aliens, but we did not do this.
2: That stuff is nuts. That stuff is, is really crazy. Because you do see those, those pilots who have flown for thousands of hours and have seen everything and they're like, what the fuck is that?
0: That is nuts. Which of, which of our stories is the worst in the sense that it is least likely to have been involved with some dodgy or supernatural element? John's. If you like what we do, the best way to help us out is by sharing, liking, leaving reviews. Tell a friend. We really appreciate it. You can get in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram at Worst of the Worst Podcast or on Twitter at Worst of Worst Pod. Alternatively, shoot us an email at worstoftheworstpod at gmail.com. Until next time.